0: Hello and welcome to According to John. Today we have a really good question to answer that I was asked this um, by a guy that I was witnessing to, and he's like, if God is real, then why does he allow innocent people to suffer? I've been pastoring 44 years, (laughs) and I've heard that question about 4,500 times. Yeah. And I asked this question to him, just exactly who is the innocent?
1: I haven't found any of those yet. <laughs> that's that's a great that's a great question, Johnny. Right? Like Whoa. like
0: who is the innocent? I mean if if you're if you're if you want to know why God allows the innocent to suffer, tell me who the innocent are. And and when we got done, he looked at me and he was like, I don't know if I like you right now. <laughs> right? Because what happened was I made him think about the very fact that every human being is guilty the only innocent which we prayed for just a little bit ago would be like Cubby he's two years old he has cancer pray for him if you uh, if God brings Cubby to your mind you make sure you pray for him get an update on the podcast it'll be up and um, and incidentally he's doing much better thank you Lord yes but who are the innocent
1: that's even better question but this question comes up through the scriptures all the time you know if god is big and god is powerful and god is good why 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 well, course, there's there's there's
0: a clear a clear answer.
1: It's not just yeah. one answer. So there's clear answers for this. Yeah, and
0: we're going to talk about it. Hey, I am your host, John Westfall. This is my co host, Pastor Duke Herget, the Duke Meister. And uh, we're going to open in a word of prayer, and then we're going to get right into this. Why does God let innocent people suffer? And we're going to discuss why, and we're going to discuss who is innocent and all kinds of stuff today. So, learn something. I think we will, maybe. <laughs> Let's go, let's go to the Lord in prayer, brother, if you'll open us and we'll get started. Heavenly Father, thank you for
1: opportunity to teach the word of God. Lord, we, we don't have anything to add to your word. It, it's perfect. Pray for our listeners. Thank you for them. And we know that if we seek, we'll find, Make uh, help us to make your word clear and strengthen those who listen to be radically obedient to Jesus to show you that we love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen
0: amen amen and amen okay so you pointed out a passage in judges chapter 6 verse 13 where Gideon asked God the same question basically right it says Gideon said to him God oh my lord if the lord is with us now I really find it interesting oh my lord is uh lord is lowercase because he's My master, oh, my master. Then he says, if the Lord, and Lord is all caps, which is Yahweh, which is... He's drifting in the right direction everything. now. Yeah, he's everything, right? <laughs> if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles, which our fathers told us about, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now from but now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites, and I want to cry, and uh, all of a sudden Gideon is becoming a whiner, complainer, just like the rest of us. Yeah, but, but here's what I find interesting. He asked this question, and where are all of his miracles which our fathers told us about saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? Gideon, you're not in Egypt, dude. This is history. Go back and read about it.
1: Take your Bible, read it. God brought them into the land, and read Deuteronomy chapter right, 28. Right. These uh, <coughs> these 28 blessings will be upon you, your people, if you if, are obedient. If. 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 if you are obedient. And then these 63 judgments will be upon you if you are disobedient. Right. This isn't rocket science. Right. They threw out the Word of God, did everything right in their own minds, uh, did according to their own right, minds right. what was right in their own heart and mind, and they were total idiots. They are into uh, 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 idolatry, they immorality. Into. They were and into so, everything. Yeah, and then God yeah. just sends judgment yeah. in this case. <laughs> Why? Why? It's like, dude, <laughs> this. Is, read your Bible. Here's the answer's so fast.
0: Here's what I find really interesting about... Israel is they seem to be on a forty year clock. Yeah. Every forty years yeah. they would repent. So so they would they would go forty years of sin. God would punish them and then f- then after 40 years they would repent and then kind of, a few good years it was like this massive cycle of every 40 Here years around would... the sinful bush the, <laughs> sinful
1: bush the sinful bush the sinful bush round and round period judges 12 judges right, same thing every right. time
0: and every judge asked to say why why right. all right here's the oh that's the reason right right yeah it's like none of them could get the fact that that you guys are just Blatant sinners, man. You spit in the face of God, and then you wonder why something happens. You reap what you sow. And when we talk about this, because honestly, one of the biggest barriers to people believing in God is this question. Mm-hmm. If God is real, why does he allow bad things to happen to good people, or why does he allow the innocent to suffer? Why does he allow cancer? Why does he allow? And and it's like, hold on a minute, guys. Uh, if, number one, you have to get the right picture of God, and number two, you have to get the right picture of you.
1: Yeah, and then truth will set you free. Truth will answer the question.
0: The, the only reason that people ask this question is because they truly don't understand or believe how sinful they are. And how sinful the world is. And the world. And what
1: really happened when Adam and Eve sinned and right. the world was plunged under God's curse. And God has a way to fix it. He still loves us. Right. But he's serious about his commandments. They're <laughs> not 10 suggestions.
0: Yeah. And here's, you know, when we talk about people and, and struggling and suffering, what I find really interesting, and this just shows the the depravity and the fall of man, is because uh, man doesn't even think about God until all of a sudden a little suffering comes in their life, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they're like, God, help me, God, I'm praying, I'm praying. But God. even people
1: who don't really give a rip about God don't think. That's much what about I'm talking God, about. These then, are the people
0: I'm talking about, then, you know. And then
1: all of a sudden, God's a bad guy, right? <laughs> Right.
0: It's like, no, he's not a bad guy, mm-hmm. uh, but but that's the way they look at it because, again, he's a bad guy because God didn't deliver me from my sin. But you didn't think about God any time going into that sin. You just think about God when you got to pay the price for the sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, God's an unfair God. Forget the fact that man's a nasty sinner. You know, I, I, I'm in
1: <laughs> I'm in jail ministry a lot, and I see these aha moments. The guys in jail, right? When they get this, and
0: right. they have
1: to get, they have to get. They're just gonna it. stay in jail. They're gonna get out and come back in. Get well, out, well, and their
0: and their suffering in jail just increases tenfold. Oh my
1: goodness, yeah, it's not a fun place to be. It's they not have an to easy get place it. to be. Yeah, but boy, I've watched them get it and then when when they get this then they they stop everything changes right you know instead of blaming everybody and and just being foul spirited and angry they begin the truth begins to set right. them free they begin to get god's mind on hardships right and so I guess that we really go back, and I know you have in the notes, so I'll just let you pick up. Cause yeah, we'll go I'll jump ahead it. of you. John. Yeah, yeah, I
0: know you will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, man. <laughs> you pick these great topics. Well, you know, I'm so ready. I'm loaded. I know. It, well, here's here's what's interesting. It is so much easier, and guys, you need to hear what I'm going to tell you. It is so much easier for us to deal with the truth, whether it be trials that we're going through, whatever it is, it's so much easier for us to deal with these trials when we truly understand who we are and who God is. When you grab that truth, now you can walk through the fire. Yeah, I'm a depraved
1: man with a fallen right. nature right. and a fallen world.
0: And I really deserve everything that I'm getting.
1: And God is holy. That's This is huge right. part of the equation. Right. Right. And holiness... Demands perfection and we fall short of the glory of
0: God. And so. So we get the perfect one, Jesus, to die for our sins and to help us become not perfect, but to strive for that. Justified. He he forgives
1: us. And he justifies us, just as if we never sinned. He empowers us
0: to Sanctifies live. Sanctifies us.
1: Sets us apart for his glory. Right. empowers us to live better. So there still may be hardships come our way as we're growing, but it won't be my own stupidity. Right. When I was selling drugs and I got busted, that had nothing to do with God being right. angry. or right. It's just you
0: put well, you so. Well, that's like, you know, we did an update on Cubby. And the mom, Kim, she's like, I just want to keep seeing what God's going to do next. It went from why God, why God, why God to, oh, Jesus, you are so good. I'm uh, So good. I want to see your glory. I want to see what you're going to do next. Uh, it's reaching the lost. It's helping unbelieving family members. It's, I mean... All of a sudden, she is now praying for God's glory and not
1: her personal gain. Yeah, faith is conquering their heartbreak. It
0: is, it is beautiful. It to is watch. wonderful to see, and we're going to talk about some of this as we go on. But first, the first thing we got to realize is there was there's no one who is truly innocent. Yeah, for
1: all have sinned, and come short of the glory of God. Right.
0: even even a child that lies. And we go, well, oh, they're so innocent. Listen, my child at two years old could tell a lie. Oh, yeah. At it's, a year old, be disobedient. It's, it's their nature. Blatantly
1: disobedient. It, it is their nature. There's an innocency in a sense, right. but they're sure. still sinful. Sure,
0: sure. Right.
1: You have to teach them to tell the truth because lying will just come natural.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> who messed up that room? Nobody I, did it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Fred. Who's Fred? I don't know. He just came in and left. He was a whirlwind. <laughs> I mean, like, who's Fred? Or how about this? Uh, Dookie, were you in the chocolate cookies? With chocolate all (laughs) over Dookie's face? No, I don't know anything about it. uh oh No, it must have been my little brother. It
1: wasn't me. You can't trust him. (laughs) I know what kind of kid he is. He'll eat all
0: the chocolate cookies. That's right. He won't even share them with me. That's right. And you got the chocolate running down your face. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's our nature. It's our (laughs) That prideful nature dude at two years old. Oh, is amazing. My children are fabulous liars. <laughs> Blame shifters. Oh, it's incredible. So, who is truly innocent? Romans 3:23 says this. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. There are none innocent. None. So we realize no one's truly innocent. Romans 3.23 tells us that uh, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And so then the result of sin is death, man. This is what we say. It's death. Forget about suffering, man. Now we're, we've taken it to a whole new level. <laughs> we're talking about death. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord, it's interesting. The study of sin in theology is
1: called hermartiology. It is the least attention given part of all theology. And yet, it's the thing that haunts us the The most. most. We need to understand the doctrine of sin. Right. What is sin? What does it do from us? Where did it come from? How can we deal with it? That's why Jesus came. So, and do yet you people know- just kind of like just brush it around like, you know, Noel, your greatest sin is you just don't love yourself enough. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> oh,
0: you man. know the funny thing in in college, um, I used to say all the time it's not hamartiology, it's a smart hermardi- uh, smartiology because sin hurts. That's smart. So you know what I'm saying? At mm-hmm. any rate, it's stupid. And here we
1: go. I, I'm going to subtract half a point on that one, Johnny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, might you even be another look, <laughs> You haven't even given me a point to subtract it a point. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I start out in the hole. You do. No. No. Oh, okay. Sometimes I'm suffering a, is a <laughs> I'm in a good mood. You can get. I'll get you out. I gotta, stay on your text. Your text uh, is wonderful. I got to stay on it. Yeah, it's great stuff. Forget the added. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, sometimes suffering is a direct result of sufferers' sin. And that's the easy part to fix. Yeah. That's the easiest to fix. The whole
1: drug culture that I came from, I repented, I got out of that. I didn't worry about the cops it's anymore. Fixed. I didn't worry about getting busted. I didn't worry about my mom finding it. I didn't worry about ODing anymore. I didn't worry about uh, drunk driving anymore because that part was done. Yeah. So that's the easy part.
0: You didn't fix. have to keep looking over your shoulder. No, you it's, wonderful. it's wonderful. Done. wonderful. Um, done. The problem, though, is people don't want to accept responsibility today. Yeah. So, so they they keep reliving the same stupid crap that they keep living because it's someone else's fault. So we won't stop what we're doing until we recognize what we're doing is the problem. Yeah,
1: Amen. That's simple. Looking into the scriptures and let God talk to you about your situation, mm-hmm. and you listen to Him, right. and and you allow the Word of God to redirect you. You are obedient to what He says. Right. And this simple thing about, you know, suffering from our own stupidity, reaping what we sow, we stopped sowing bad seed. And, you know, it's amazing when I got out of the drug culture, all those druggies didn't want to come around and hang out with me anymore. It took care that of That really me.
0: helped too. It takes care of the problem. Yeah, it really, yeah, it, I didn't have,
1: it just disappeared.
0: It is amazing <laughs> how when you make right decisions,
1: uh, God just helps you clean up the mess. And he brought wonderful people mm-hmm. in my life that built me up instead of tearing me down. Yeah so simple obedience will take care of about 90 percent of this issue
0: yeah and re- remember we did another podcast where we we're talking about how uh, and i read the story about a lady who kept praying to god god i you know i keep uh cleaning the cobwebs i keep cleaning the cobwebs i keep cleaning the cobwebs which keep is coming back they keep coming back and it wasn't until god killed the spider that the cobwebs quit coming back yeah and that god's willing right. to kill the spider we're just not willing to tell him where it's at to kill it, or let him kill it. We don't want the spider dead in many cases, mm-hmm. and so we just keep repeating sin. Here's the other thing sometimes suffering has uh is caused by the sinfulness of others right i mean we don't we didn't you know, you got people that are at a marriage and one wants out and the other one doesn't. And it's because the one is one sinful. And they were like, I didn't ask for this. And you're right. But you know what? It's still a direct result of sin. And sometimes the innocent suffer.
1: Yeah. It gets a little more complicated now, but it's, it's, it's still explained clearly in the word of God. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things that, you know, that I was into as a young man was kind of the result of where my father was at and where his father was yeah. at things that, uh, my, uh, my father tolerated. I, I embraced and took it to another level. Right. And so, but, but that's
0: what was, that's what society will do. Listen, what is, what is unbelievable for our generation is the norm for the next. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, the, the fall of a culture and we're just about at the bottom now uh, yeah i don't know how much further we yeah. can
0: fall and that brings us to the next one is uh oh well and by the way that what you're talking about of the fathers right we did a podcast on generational curse or mm-hmm. generational sin three parts you really need to go check that one out But on this, um, now we have, so sometimes suffering is because of the individual sin. Sometimes suffering is because of another sin. And sometimes suffering has to do with the general fallen nature of the world. I think that's where a lot of disease
1: comes from. You know, we have a lot of new diseases today that we weren't really around. When I was a child, uh, one out of 28 little boys is, uh, uh, what do you call it? Autistic. Mm -hmm. Autistic. And that's a result of the diet, mm-hmm. uh, I think, the the 70-some vaccines that mm-hmm. have pumped into them. Mm-hmm. So there's reasons. And then these children are innocent, right. but they're still victims.
0: They're, right. and it's, well, it's, how about this, dude? We have absolute proven fact, without question, do the research. COVID didn't come around until Fauci and Obama paid for the Wuhan lab to create it. Yeah, think about that just for a second uh,
1: yeah the was it r- something of a function uh, not right a function but yeah, i don't know it's but they they manipulated the uh the virus to where it could pass uh, quickly on, on people. And this is all documented.
0: Yeah, and do permanent damage to the yeah. respiratory system. Uh, I mean, heart damage is big time, man, right now, people dying. Uh, and now we have this because of COVID and because of the vaccines that were created by man, which is the fallen nature of the world. Now you have- uh,
1: Millions of innocent people suffering physically. Adult sudden death syndrome. Mm-hmm. Healthy athletes all across Europe playing soccer, dropping over dead. Right. Hundreds, hundreds.
0: Right. Yeah, and, and that, is a, the, that is a direct result of fallen nature of our world, mm-hmm. right? How about ever since the judgment of Adam and Eve, uh, creation itself suffers, Romans 8.22. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together mm-hmm. and i mean it's I think it was in the fall where we have viruses. In the fall,
1: bacteria came. We know clearly from the fall, thorns came. Mm -hmm. Uh, Weeds uh, began to be invasive, where prior to the fall, it seems as though weeds were not invasive in gardening. Mm -hmm. And so the fall is, and just living in a fallen, broken world is the answer to uh, a lot of suffering but that's why jesus came to get us out of here yeah to to come alongside us. he healed these sick people in his day he he steps he steps into this sinful world to become sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of god in him so we we look at you know all the sin and all the sin and wait i'm looking to the savior right right and you know
0: hey thank god we have a savior Well, and that's the thing, because we we understand that natural disasters, food and water shortages, which are upon us, and those are man-made created. Mm -hmm. I mean, because it's the sins of the world, remember? Uh, Shutting down the farms is men doing that. (laughs) All these food factories
1: burning. uh, I don't think those are quinky dinkies Nope. I no. think they're arson, and yeah. I think man is behind it because I think Satan is diabolical. He has people who hate God, right. who maybe they don't know they're following Satan, mm-hmm. but he's controlling them, and they have this grandiose idea that we'll save the planet from the people, right. and they have a genocide movement going on, a depopulation movement. This isn't our opinion, right? This is in their own words, yeah, and it's happening, and this is bringing huge suffering right. upon a lot of sort of innocent people. Now, none of us are innocent. We've established that theologically, right. but you know what? Jesus is going to come to deliver his people out of this present evil world.
0: Absolutely. And God, and and we have to remember, <clears throat> God still has control over the amount of suffering. And there's, there's certain, there's various reasons why God allows it. He doesn't just allow suffering just because he's a narcissist, a uh, narcissist that yeah. uh, knows he can control everything or whatever. I mean, God, here's some reasons that God might allow suffering, right? God redeems our times of suffering to use them for his glory. Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And so God's going to do this for whatever it is. He's going to use it for his glory. Now, He may allow it, or it may just happen because it is the direct result of sin. But God will use it for his glory. Yesterday, I read the book of Job in one setting. um, Dude, that right there is a marathon. (laughs) You get two points for that.
1: I hate that book. It scares me. Because I'm in that bubble of blessing that Job was in. Right, right. And God brought this up. Has to, he was bragging on Job. Satan, and Job was rubbing it in Satan's face. Yeah. And uh, God brought it up, and he allowed Satan to kind of wreck the guy.
0: Oh, yeah. Please, he about well, he didn't something. allow it. He offered him. Yeah. And, hey, uh, have you considered my servant Job? So that
1: was a, a suffering of, of extreme testing. And I doubt that, you know, there's a, a bunch of Job's going on throughout history, a bunch of Job's going on in, in present. But I, I know people. I just talked to a fellow came to Christ in our ministry many years ago, and he is he had two he had two children and one died in infancy and then his other son died very mysteriously he was about 31 years old and he was jabbed and double jabbed and uh, because he had to be mm-hmm. and he just died he was yeah. an attorney the young man was an attorney and he was newly married he's a great kid and this guy's lost his child. He lost his other child. His wife has well, mental things.
0: And that's what's happening. every. And I, I hate to say this, and I'm, I don't mean to interrupt you, but uh, if you do your research on everyone that dies suddenly, you'll find that they've been vaccinated and vaccinated. It's and coming vaccinated. up over and over and yeah. over again. We could do a whole podcast
1: right. on right. that. But, I, but, but that it, has
0: to do with the world's fallen nature. I'm not talking about it to talk about it. I'm simply saying that it is the world's fallen nature yeah. that we're seeing in this vaccine. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And man inflicting other evils upon other men. And then they want to blame God oh. for right. it. It's right. not God's fault. Yeah. We'll just wrap up with this this fella. his wife is mentally very unstable. And of course she just lost her son as well. And and I've known her for years. She was a great gal, but she there's some very much um, medical, um mental And so she's going to be wonderful in eternity. And she trusts Jesus as her savior, but it's not been an easy marriage, but he stays in it. He doesn't get the things that that I wonderful reimbursement of of I love my wife, she loves me back and all the things that she does. This guy gets none of that, and yet he doesn't walk away from God, he doesn't walk away from her. I and his health, he's got he's in extreme pain physically because of back issues related to work and deterioration. And this guy has just had he's like a modern day Job. And this man loves the Lord Jesus complains about nothing and every time i talk to him i just feel strengthened because i i'm, I'm not up against much at all you know right
0: yeah in comparison in right comparison no yeah no. so
1: you know uh, i I, th- I think of this uh story of jesus when he has this blind guy there and people say well why is
0: he blind is it his his sin or his parents sin no right well see that's just a different topic altogether yeah because actually when you go back, that's a reference to reincarnation, too. Yeah. Which is false doctrine. It's false doctrine, right? Who sinned first, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And I talk about that, and people are like, oh, that's not. No, that's exactly what it is. And, and so we
1: have we have suffering there of blindness. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't. Be, it, I think,
0: again, the reason for that was. Well, the Bible, uh, he, he says. No, he says. Is this, this man was born blind? So for this moment, for this moment, for, for the glory, glory of, God. of God, yeah.
1: And uh, yeah. so you know, medically, this child, uh, whether in in the womb or soon, he was injured or whatever. He's blind. Yep. And that's suffering, but God had a reason for it for the right. glory of God. Right.
0: And then suffering uh, uh, can be a means through which God uses to refine our faith, right? Uh, Romans 5, three through five. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, trials, suffering, if you will, knowing that tribulation produces uh, perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us, and so literally, Uh, uh, suffering brings about righteous maturity it starts out with a suffering and why and 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 trying to figure
1: that out sometimes Mm -hmm. it's because of our own decisions sometimes it's because we're just in a fallen world sometimes because it's sin that was brought against us by parents or others uh uh, sometimes it's just for the glory of god so there's different Mm -hmm. reasons i always try to figure out the reasons
0: can't always do so but but you can believe this no matter what the reason god will use it for his glory and our benefit yes Yes, and when you know that
1: mm-hmm. and that you've experienced it, mm-hmm. God turns this sorrow because of suffering right. into joy, turns right. these ashes mm-hmm. into beauty, right? and uh, this morning into dancing. And that's one of the really neat things, uh, the privileges of being a follower of Jesus. We can start making sense of things. Right. Without Jesus, we can't make sense of it. We get right. mad, and we just... Mm-hmm we self-medicate, we just drink, we drug, we just tune it out and and we just take take things from bad to worse, to worse.
0: And and the thing is, guys, if you're a believer, listen, I can understand this question being asked of non-believers. But if you're a believer, it's not a, no matter what the reason is, no matter what the reason is, if you love God, you trust God, then you say it doesn't matter why god allows this um i know who god is i know god's character and i know he loves us and he wants what's best for us and so therefore i'm still going to glory in god knowing he has me you used
1: used the word a moment ago maturity mm -hmm. and it's a process and and you grow you grow into this you know initially you don't know the scriptures stuff and then you do get into scriptures and and you start connecting the dots and you find that all things work together for good. So that's where I'm at. Okay. This is bad. I don't like it. It hurts. I'm uncomfortable. Teach me from this Lord. But it isn't like, God, you're bad because this is bad and you owe me. No, nothing, nothing at all. Like I, I, I deserve hell. Right. So we come in biblically, I'm under sin, I'm sinful, God's trying to teach me, I know God loves me. He gave his son to be the payment for my right, sins, right. and so he's going to teach me. Okay, it's going to work together for good, and then what's next? And it's like, okay, I'm not going to blame shift. I'm not going to blame shift. I'm saying, Lord, bring me through this. Lord, let it be for your glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I say, let us learn quickly. <laughs> right? I don't like right. this, but I know you. you've allowed it. I don't know that God sent it. Right. But he allowed it like with Job. Mm-hmm. God allowed that. And uh so Lord just teach me what you're trying to teach well, me even, through this. Well, even
0: even with Job, he offered Job up, but then he set restrictions on what Satan was allowed to do. Only allowed him to go so, so far. far. That's yeah, right. That's and a big and point, John. and why did he allow him to go so far? That means I got a big point. You got the half point back. Okay, I'll take it. Come on, man. Give me, give me, put me on the, okay, I'll go with that. I got, thank you. You're out of the hole. hole.
1: (laughs) Just behave yourself, stand scripts, and you might get another
0: point. But you know, when you think about it, God only allowed so much to happen to Job for the purpose of teaching Job a lesson, which we don't find out until toward the end, that the lesson was, Job, you're full of pride, and I'm gonna I'm gonna humble you a little bit. I'm gonna bring some humility in. And Job gets it at the end. And guys, that's that's the reality because Job Understood who God was and that God was his refuge, even in every listen naked, I came from my womb, naked, I return. Uh, you know, give it the Lord, Lord take it away, blessed be the name of the Lord. Yeah,
1: and all these things Job charged God not, nothing of uh, was the word of uh, foolishly or yeah.
0: Well, he never he never accused God of anything, yeah, and nothing. Uh, and, and that's the thing, listen, he, when we draw closer to God through these trials and sufferings, we realize real quick that God is our refuge. Psalm 91 verse 2 says this, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him I will trust. Job asked God why, Mm
1: -hmm. and he didn't get an answer till the end. Right. But he still trusted God. Mm -hmm. He would never doubted God is good. Right. He knew God knew what was happening, and though he slay me, Yeah, yep, well, I'll, I'll, trust, I'll him. trust him. I'll trust
0: him, and that, and that's the whole thing. When when we get mad at God or accuse God, then you really don't know God and you really don't trust God, mm-hmm. right? Because and and what happens is pride rears its ugly head because it's all about us, and and you know we get we, that's why we get mad. When the Bible says be angry and do not sin, uh, it's literally because it's saying you it's okay to be angry. But that anger is a righteous anger. In other words, you what makes God angry makes you angry. Mm-hmm. Um, That—that's You're not sinning. But when you're angry and you're sinning, it's because you're angry and you're acting foolish because you've made it about you. You're not getting your own way. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. That's how you're angry and do not sin is the difference between righteous uh, anger and selfish anger. Yeah.
1: We can be so petty can we not?
0: oh my goodness right and and listen God uses uh, um, or suffering helps us remember right it'll help us remember that we don't belong to this world yes that amen. we belong to God and we need to fix our eyes on Jesus Philippians 3:20 20 through 21 for our citizenship is in heaven from mm-hmm. which we also eagerly wait for the Savior the Lord Jesus Christ who will transform our lowly Lowly, lowly, sinful body, (laughs) right? That it may be conformed, conformed to his glorious body. what a day that will be. According to the working by which he is able to subdue all things to himself. So it's going to be okay in the end, huh? It's going to be okay in the end. And you have to, listen, you have to hold on, though, and you have to trust God. And realize this, when you're angry at God, your relationship's fractured. Mm -hmm. because that means if you get angry at God for doing something that you know he can't do, um, pride is in the way, and your, your relationship is fractured, meaning that you need to dig into the Bible more, get on your knees more, and build that relationship stronger. Because when you really understand what's going on, you pray for the one who spitefully uses you, and you thank God for his goodness through the whole thing, no matter what, and you, add, uh, and you repent when you're the sinner. I mean, God is never the one at fault.
1: Mm-hmm. It just came to my mind, Job's wife. Oh. She <laughs> lost what all a biddy. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just think of her loss. Yeah, yeah, and she didn't she didn't really she didn't really get on top of that like Job did. Right. Curse God and die. And he's like, "Woman, <laughs> we received good things from the Lord and right. now this is hard. We don't like right. this, but we have to accept it all from the Lord." Right. And uh, so, yeah. I did, but yeah. I didn't he say
0: something like "Get behind me, Satan"? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the, where that showed up. But just think of her. No, but that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, he
1: might have been thinking. <laughs> he might have been. He thinking might have thinking said it, guys. Yeah. I'm not going to write that down. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, it overwhelmed her, uh, and you know, just think of all that—that that initial loss. Right. She suffered all that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She lost financial loss. That was her. She never got past it. Is she there again? She that because she did not get past it because she could she,
0: have. well, she was so focused on her, yeah. had nothing to do with God. Where Job was so focused on God, had nothing to do with her. And it's just right a, a marriage, two people
1: that were one, she didn't right. get it, right? And he suffered all the same things. Well, it also shows
0: it. you that the relationship with God is based on individuality not group think. And so you and you alone can decide to live for Jesus, not, not your grandma for you, or you're not a Christian because you come from a Christian home. Listen, you're a Christian because you died to yourself and you live under Jesus. You believe he's your Lord and savior and that's it. And that's, and that whole story shows us that, um, this woman wasn't of God just because she was married to Job. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she was a good gal. I doubt it. <laughs> and the reason we're, I doubt we're, it we're is because
1: have to, <laughs> we have to take have him for dinner some yeah. feel about the situation. <laughs> After we have our first meal with
0: Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Job, then we'll have a little backroom uh, deal say, so what do you think I, about I, her? You think she's legit? So here's why I say I doubt she was good, because when the pressure was on, the real her came out. She turned on her husband, didn't she? She turned on her husband and God. Yeah. So therefore yeah. she couldn't have been good. I'm just a nicer guy than you. Are, <laughs> that's, that, that's that. But I think you're right. That's that profit in you, me, dude. To you, man. I, <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm just saying, show up she <laughs> needs you, dude. A, yeah. curse God and die. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm just saying that couldn't have been good because her whole goal was cursing God and for Him to die, and she was angry. So when the when the pressure came on, dude, the real her came out. Yeah. And that wasn't good uh, God uses suffering to display his glory to the world and I think we're seeing this through cubby right mm-hmm. like uh, the world and when we say the world that means everybody in that realm uh, that he is in uh, is seeing God's glory through the parents through uh, the way God's touching cubby yeah, and preventing and some of the, yeah, yeah right second Timothy 312 yes and all who desire to live godly make that choice right All who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Yeah, it's part of our
1: our calling. Yeah. Uh, They hate us because they hated him. And
0: and, and we're no greater than our master, Mm -hmm. the Bible says. He was politically incorrect and he suffered for it and that means if we stand with him we are going to be politically incorrect and we will suffer for it as well and what's interesting of honor, isn't it? it's a badge of honor and that's the way the disciples looked at it when they remember when they were punished and jailed for preaching the gospel and then they they the, they they were going to let him out and said okay we're going to let you out but you never speak of Jesus again and they said that they counted it an honor
1: yep they left the place rejoicing, kind of the privilege to suffer for his namesake. Yeah. And what did they do? They Preach. went right back to the temple and kept on doing it. They were civilly disobedient. I love those guys. They were, Dude, yeah, you like heroes. that, don't you, Johnny? I do. I do.
0: <laughs> you willing to be civilly disobedient?
1: Yeah. Yeah, me too, bro. Yeah,
0: I am. Those who follow the teachings of Jesus and do what is right often experience suffering, including persecution, John 3, 19 through 21, and this is the condemnation. This is Jesus speaking, by the way, that the light has come into the world, and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. And then in 15, 18 through 21, this is where Jesus says, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. Mm-hmm. If you were of the world, the world would love its own yet because you are of the world, but I chose you out of the world. Therefore, the world hates you. Uh, it's just a good reminder that you're God's right. When the world hates you, Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. 21, but all these things they will do to you for my name's sake, because they do not know him who sent me. Mm -hmm. There's some suffering because we
1: do follow Christ. Yeah. And it's a spiritual test, Mm -hmm.
0: but it's an honor. Yeah, I mean, read read the headlines today where it says Christianity's toxic. Yeah, yeah. Christians <laughs> Christians are toxic. What founded this nation? What founded uh, um, uh,
1: Western civilization? Literally, not just this
0: nation. Yeah, literally Western civilization. We are now toxic. Mm-hmm. What yeah. what was written on all the walls in our justice? in our capital all and in dc we were now it
1: was christians at the front of the uh women's suffrage movement yeah. to grant rights it was christians at the front of the uh anti-slavery
0: i would say yeah
1: it was christians doing the underground railroad in ohio and, and helping uh escape slaves to uh, yeah. get, get and to now free. we're
0: now we're toxic now because toxic. because yeah. we won't call a he a Let's she see. When he doesn't want to be a he. And half the hospitals in the country were
1: church-related, started. Uh,
0: Where do you think the medical symbol came from, man? Mm-hmm. Moses, the staff Serp- with the serpent wrapped around it. Yeah, That comes from Scripture. Yeah. Oh it's toxic God. now, though.
1: Toxic. No. <clears throat> anything scriptures talk to- toxic yeah. because Satan is prince and yeah. power of the air. Yeah, and anything that is, that has historically been good is now evil, bad. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And so uh,
0: welcome to the last days. Jesus right. is coming.
1: I'm ready to go home.
0: Well, and so do not be shocked when persecution comes if you love Jesus. Uh, listen, when we delight in God uh, in the midst of our sufferings, because you know sometimes it's hard. I get it. Uh, we bring God glory. Paul knew this persecution firsthand second corinthians 11:23 it says are they ministers of Christ i speak as a fool i am more in labors more abundant in stripes above measure in prisons more frequently and deaths often from the jews five times i received 40 stripes minus 1 because we all make sure we don't go over right Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been in the deep, in journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils of the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and toil and sleeplessness, often in hunger and thirst, in fastings, often in cold and and nakedness, verse 28. Besides the other things, <laughs> oh my goodness. Here's the hardest part. What comes upon me daily, my deep concern for all the churches. Who is weak, and I am not weak. Who is made to stumble, and I do not burn with indignation. And he goes on and he talks about what it is to be persecuted. And yet, what does he do? He constantly gives God the glory, he's willing.
1: To suffer for the advance of the gospel, and great will be his reward on the other side. Yeah. Now, there's another scripture, I think. Are you coming to it here? It says, Therefore, when, you know, he prayed, I have this thorn in the flesh. Are you coming there yet?
0: Oh, um, go ahead and jump on it. Hold on a minute. Go ahead.
1: I'll go ahead and maybe run ahead of Johnny here, but he's used to that. <laughs>
0: right, 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 right. He
1: loves me anyway. So uh, Paul also writing, and uh, he, he talked about a, there was a messenger of Satan to buffet him, a, a thorn in the flesh, uh, lest he be raised up above, because uh, of the revelations that were given unto him, mm-hmm. lest he be lifted up in pride. And he was suffering from it physically. I think it was an eye disease. A lot of doctors think it was a thing called ophthalmia, and his eyes would swell shut, and it was unsightly, and he could barely see, and he had to have others write his messages for him because he mm-hmm. couldn't see well enough to write. So all that, he says. It's 2 Corinthians twelve seven. Yeah, and he, he, he prayed. He said, Lord, remove this uh, from me. I'm suffering. And he prayed three times. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said, no, Paul.
0: Right. Paul,
1: right. I said, no. Paul. I gave you that thorn in the flesh. I'm not going to take that away. And then Paul got it. He got it. He said, therefore, I take pleasure Mm -hmm. in my sufferings. I take pleasure in my reproaches, in my necessities, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Yeah, there you go, John. and he right. says
0: he says in nine. Therefore, most gladly I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Satan thought he's going to hold him back because
1: of those yeah. infirmities, yeah. and guess what? Yeah, boomeranged on Satan. Didn't yeah, he? And, yeah. Uh, it, it God took that infirmity, and you watch Paul. He, he just never quit. He was, his body was busted mm-hmm. up, man. He yeah. was, he you know those latter, he only lived to be about sixty-five to seventy, mm-hmm. and he he physically was not. I mean, he'd been beaten so many times and he was hunched over. He could, was blind. They'd bring him in, you know, and, and yet he just had that fire burning that never went out.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing, despite all of his hardships, uh, Paul wrote extensively on joy we we've read about it in romans but in colossians 123 he writes this if indeed you continue in the faith grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard which was preached to every creature under heaven of which I, Paul, became a minister. Uh, he's like, listen, no matter what happens, man, if you just stay s- steadfast and grounded, and uh, and then he goes on, he goes, I am 24, I now rejoice in my sufferings. You know, I never could, <laughs> you
1: get you get a couple points for that, John. I, I, I've i read the New Testament, 168 points. <laughs> John, is having a good day. You're out of the hole. I'm out, out the
0: of the hole, that. I'm in the positive. Go ahead. Yeah,
1: but, I, you know, Paul... Kind of didn't hide his suffering. He didn't. And it was intense. And it it wasn't just a bad weekend. This went on for years. Yes. Years. Yes. And yet the guy that had, went through all these hardships spoke about joy, 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 mm-hmm. joy, joy, joy all through. Nobody mm-hmm. spoke about joy more than, than Paul. Paul did. Wow. Suffering. And joy. Yeah, and
0: I don't know that anybody suffered
1: more than Paul. And it was Paul that wrote, I, I reckon that the sufferings, you know, that scale thing, mm-hmm. you know, the sufferings of this present time, weighting you down, are worthy to be compared to the glory, glory. that shall be. Yeah. And that is, as we're being weighted down mm-hmm. by suffering. In other,
0: in other words, this is nothing compared to what we. Yeah. The, the gonna, joy
1: and the glory we got coming to us. You know, we think this bad works, good works thing, heaven and hell. That's totally yeah. man-made. That's that's a lie from Satan. But there is a suffering glory yeah. thing, and those who suffered the most will be glorified the most on the other side. So let me ask you this: When Paul wrote the book of Philippians, where was he? I think he was in a mamertine prison in Rome. He was in Roman prison. You know, I got to walk right by that. Mm-hmm. There's it's. You don't know which cell it is, but it's all been preserved in the ruins. And I walk by there just reading the book of Phil- Philippians yeah. and it's overseas, uh, the forum there. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like Satan's
0: stronghold.
1: Yeah in that world that and yet people world.
0: were getting saved in prison everywhere paul went people were getting saved and now you know
1: here's rome the the citadel of the world satan's right. headquarters and all that is in ruins And the gospel of jesus it's still is going, going on last time i was in rome i was with a group of christian uh, uh, students from boston baptist college training the next generation of christian leaderships. rome went down but jesus went up and paul was right there i don't know which cell he wrote from but I walked by one of them, and and um, here we are today, two thousand years later, taking what he wrote, getting answers to our own questions, yeah. and sharing it with others.
0: And so I asked you, where was he when he wrote the Book of Philippians? And we both agree he was in a Roman jail cell. And this is what he writes in Philippians four four: Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice, rejoice. See, guys, this this struggle. Uh, it's, it's, a lot has to do with attitude or the suffering.
1: So circumstances don't have to govern everything, huh? They don't
0: govern anything if we don't let it. Say that again, John. They don't That's govern good. anything if we don't let it. Yeah. Because uh, here's the reality, guys. Jesus was innocent, and yet he endured the cross. Look here in Second Corinthians 5.21. For he made him, Jesus, who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of Of God in him or in Christ and he endures the cross we see this in Hebrews 12 2 through 3 looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy joy that was set before him endured the cross and that joy that he's talking about in this passage is the fact that Jesus knew that when he died and went through this suffering that he would obtain us who believe in him and that was his joy when he was on the cross you and i were on his heart i think it's unbelievable when you think about that and then it goes on uh for the who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of god for consider him jesus who endured such hostility from sinners against himself lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls do not doubt for one minute that god is with us during the times of suffering he was with jesus during the times of suffering and uh understand that god does not delight in our sufferings he does not delight in the sufferings of the world he does allow suffering he does allow it to come into our life Um, but I'm just gonna tell you if you trust in him and you realize that God loves you and he sends his only son to die for you Jesus then you realize that this suffering is gonna be for our, our strength and his glory there you go and when we understand that the trials the sufferings the tribulations we hit them head on with joy just like Paul did and just like the other apostles did because we understand that this is just for a short time and God gets the glory and maybe someone will get saved. The suffering loses its power. Yeah. Hey, guys, I hope this has helped. And if it has, please like, share, subscribe, and follow. And until next time, God bless.